Welcome to Coffee Time Conversations on art, faith, life, and coffee. We are your hosts, Robert and Rebecca Prince. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you joining us. So 2020 has been such a crazy year for life. Not only for us, of course, for everybody. And this last week has proved to be no different. Mother Nature went a little crazy up in Oklahoma. Yes. There was a huge ice storm up in Oklahoma last week. And as you know, we live in Texas, but our families all live in Oklahoma. And we also have a rental property up there that we take care of. So this ice storm came through and caused a lot of tree damage. And we went up to help um, clean up from the mess. Yeah, and it was uh, just driving along some of the streets there. It looked like a tornado just stripped trees. Um, and tornado was not even around. It really was just the ice causing so much damage. They had several waves of ice move through. And of course, being late October, all of the the leaves were still on all the trees. And that's one reason it caused so much damage. Yeah. Yeah. And so we went up and uh, helped uh, Rebecca's mom and dad uh, clear some of their stuff and then went to my mom and dad's and, and helped them clear a few things and then spent uh, all of Saturday really working on the rent house. Thankfully, we yeah. had plenty of help. There was no way we could have done all that by ourselves. So our renters helped and your brother and and sister-in-law and niece came over and helped us clear it up. It was a it was a full day. It was. And I cannot, there were leaves hanging, not even leaves, I'm sorry, limbs hanging all over the house, uh, over the front door, over the back door. Um, it was just, the rent house was definitely the worst hit, not only in that neighborhood, but even of, of the places, uh, our family and things like that. I can't believe you got up on that roof and cut <laughs> those limbs down. I can't believe it either. You know, we, of of course, if you've listened to some of the earlier episodes, we're not real great with heights. And uh, part of the roof on our rental property is really steep. And I was not feeling it. And uh, I even had a rope that was tied off on a chimney on the other side. This is a hundred-year-old house. And that <laughs> chimney may or may not have helped. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't too trusting of that hundred-year-old chimney. Um, but we finally... Uh, Got some uh, kind of some nail strips and put up on the roof for me to stand on uh, to get up on the the higher pitch areas because that's really where a lot of the most dangerous limbs were because it was overhanging the front porch and they were not attached to trees anymore some of them and so and they were we, big limbs they were they were they pretty were. <laughs> hefty and all tangled up together so if they came down it would have hurt somebody yeah yeah so we had to get those things off and of course it didn't help that I. Uh, when I nailed the the strips onto the roof to walk on that I put one about eight or 10 inches higher than I should have. And I almost <laughs> couldn't get up there. The first time getting up there was not a problem, but getting up there the second and third and fourth times uh, onto, those, onto those strips. You had to stretch a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was wore out. Plus I was a little scared and that didn't help either. So but we did it. We, we got it all it. done. I did not fall off the roof. Thankfully. I did not get hurt. I didn't cut myself or grab the chainsaw in the wrong place. Oh, my. <laughs> or anything like that. And so. you didn't drop any limbs on any people. All in all, it was a very successful trip. We're, we're glad we did it. And wore out. And we are finally recovering a little bit from that weekend. Yes. 
So it's time to start this week's episode on life. We decided to play Three Truths and a Lie. We thought it would be a fun way to introduce you to some highlights of our life story. So let's get started. So the items you had to choose from were, we sponsor three boys through Compassion International. We have moved 10 times together in our marriage. We met at a coffee shop. And we never dated each other prior to marriage. Yeah, so hopefully this week is fun for people, but maybe a little surprise. Maybe not. Maybe not. Some people have heard some of our stories and some haven't. That's true. And we've talked about a few things, but we've never talked about these things specifically. Correct. In this podcast. So, um, well, the first choice that you just mentioned just now was that we sponsor three boys through compassion. And is that true or false? It is true. It is true. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Compassion International has been uh, a big part of our life really since moving to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, I started sponsoring a child. Um, we moved in the fall of 09. And about two months later, I started sponsoring our first child, um, which George. is George. Yeah. Yeah. And we still sponsor him. He is 20 years old. And um, he'll be in the program, we believe, till he's about 22, is about what that age runs in Uganda. And um, so, yeah, we've had a relationship with him now for 11 years. Yeah. So longer than... Half of his life, actually. Right. And so it's been really cool. And as we talked about uh, in a previous episode, we were able to, to visit Uganda with Compassion International and uh, to meet George. And I decided I should sponsor a child in Uganda at the same time. I hadn't, we'd talked about it for several years, but I hadn't actually done it. It felt like a big commitment to me. Yeah. Um, but I thought if we're going to go all the way to Uganda, we might as well meet two kids. And not just one. Right. She didn't want to be left out. And so um, we asked Compassion to let me sponsor somebody that we would uh, meet on the trip, like from one of the child development centers. Yeah. Um, and so they gave me eight to choose from. And I wanted a little girl. I was going to pick a little girl. And um, the eight pictures they sent me, I don't know what happened, but Rogers spoke to me and he was four years old yeah. and um, he just looked like he needed a sponsor. And so I sponsored him. Yeah. And it was very cool. We we did that about two weeks before the trip, I think. Yeah. And um, when we got there uh, to Uganda, uh, of course, the first night you just kind of get settled and don't do much. And then the next morning you have a little bit of an orientation and we went to the child development center. A few hours later, and the first development center we went to was the one that Rogers was a part of. Yes. And um, they brought him. We found out that was his very first day yeah, at and, the center. And he you could see it in his face. He really did not know what was going on. Um, and he, he was scared to death. He was. He was so... I think he was worried that I was going to take him away. And yeah. that is not what it was about. And so I tried very hard to um, be friendly and try, tried to give him some space and yeah. not make him you feel... You were available to him, but you weren't clingy and trying to be... Yeah. Um, and so we made it through that first day um, pretty good, I think. We went and actually got to meet his entire family. We went to his home. Yeah. And um, we actually found out that 
So when you visit child development centers, they try, Compassion tries to arrange some local homes in the area that you can go visit to really experience life in and around that area. And uh, Roger's family was one of those families that they set that up with. And um, we were on trips. uh, We were on that trip with people who had been on four, five, six different trips and had never seen their child's home. And so for us to go on our first trip with Compassion to our first child development center and to our first first home visit and to be able to visit our child's home was very, very special. uh, special. Very special. And people... um, yeah, people were very um, – I was going to say jealous, but they weren't really jealous. They were very happy for us. Yes. It, it was definitely a memorable trip. Um, and then uh, we met – at the end of the visit is when you actually get to meet the children you sponsor. Yeah. Um, and so they bring them all to one location, and then the families get – or the sponsors get to spend the day with just their children. Yeah. Um, and we had George – come and they brought Rogers back. So he got to come to that too. And he was, he was much better the second time. I think he understood, like I said, he was four years old. I think he understood like, okay, this is going to be a friend of mine, but she's not going to take me away. Well, that first day, I mean, you have these two buses of people coming, Americans coming to Uganda. Um, and for those four five, six year olds, there's, how do you explain that in a way that that they understand, you right. know, and so all of a sudden they get there. And the first day that we did arrive, they actually had him come out and bring us a gift as his sponsors. Cause we were the only sponsors that sponsored children at that community, uh, that, um, development, uh, development center. center. And then of course he walked us in and they had a marching band playing for us. Not, not just us, but the whole the whole group. Yeah, there the were whole 30 entourage of us. Uh, of, from Compassion International. And so it was just a big ordeal. It and really was. It, w- it was big for us. Not not only us, but everybody with Compassion Yeah, uh, was really surprised at the reception. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. So it, w- it was a really good time. Um, and then mm-hmm. uh, just a couple years ago, we decided to sponsor an old older child Yeah, um, because it's harder for them to get sponsored. Um, it's both good and bad because you you don't have as long with them. Yeah, like you to only have that a, relationship. Yeah. To yeah. but um, it's good for them to still be sponsored and have that um, communication. And so uh, Isaac is our third sponsored ch- uh, boy, and he I think we'll only have him another year before yeah. he ages out of the system. And he's right. actually in Ghana. Yeah, and that that was you know so as. As a church, Grace Point Church is a is a partner of Compassion, and that was kind of arranged just over the years. Honestly, we got back from our Compassion trip, and uh, I was on staff part time already at the at that point, and so we just started a church partnership with Compassion. Also, started having Compassion Sundays and sponsorship days and different things. And during one of our last Compassion Sundays, we had kind of felt the calling to sponsor another child, and. Um, we had a lot of uh, older children that we asked for specifically because that is kind of a, our heart to some degree. And so uh, Isaac just uh, spoke to us. I think he was 19 or 20 at the time. Yeah, something like that. Right. And so he wasn't actually in school anymore, but he was actually learning a trade. He's learning to be a tile setter. And so that's what his training is. And we haven't had a whole lot of communication with him, but, you know, you all you can do is is pray that the support and the communication that you do have with them makes a difference. 
and uh, sets him up for uh, a life um, yeah, and, and really in a relationship with God. And we don't know. Um, he probably had a sponsor before us. Possibly, um, yeah. That maybe he had a really good relationship with. That's true. We, we don't really know um, the history there. Yeah, we don't know whether he's new to the program or whether he had a sponsorship for a year or five years or 10 years before. We don't really know the whole story. Right. Um, so, but, okay. So, we sponsor three boys through Compassion International is true. Yes. And, of course, we'll have all of these links in the show notes. So, if you're interested in checking out Compassion International, you'll be able to click on those show notes. And that will take you to a sponsorship page. And from there, you can find out all kinds of information about Compassion if you're interested. And we would love for you to be a part because uh, they are really making a, a huge difference in children's lives and families' lives. Yes. So, Yeah. So, the next... Truth or lie? We have moved 10 times together. Have we? Is that true? It feels like a lie because it feels like we've moved so much more than that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I counted it up. It was funny because I was counting it up. I had to do it three times and I came up with 10 all three times. I was like, I really thought it was more than that, but just 10 times. Yeah. We've, We've lived in three different states and we've moved 10 times since we've been married. Yeah. And one of those states is Texas. We've lived there. We've lived here twice, two yeah. different times. We've, we've lived in Oklahoma twice too. Okay. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> and we lived in Washington once. But Oklahoma doesn't really count because we're from Oklahoma. So anytime you move back there, it doesn't count as... Well, know. but we, we moved from Texas to Oklahoma to Washington to Oklahoma to Texas. Yeah. And we, we did move twice in Oklahoma the, the second time we lived there as, as a married couple. Yes. So... Um, yeah, well, and you know, all of our moves have been pretty intentional Yes, um, and, um, have been good for us. I think. I think so. They all, um, a big part of our journey. They have all been growth experiences. (laughs) Um, She says hesitantly. (laughs) They, you know, we were, we were doing pretty good in Texas. Um, but you really wanted to move back to Oklahoma for some reason. Yeah. And so we moved back. Um, we bought your childhood home and remodeled it. Yeah. Um, big time growth experience. That was (laughs) our, our first and second year of marriage. It was our first year, right before our first anniversary, we moved back to Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was. Technically, the remodel was during our second year of marriage. Oh, yeah. And we lived there for three years? Uh, Five. Did we live there that long? Yeah, we bought it in 98, and we moved to Washington in 03. Oh, yeah. We lived there five years. I thought it was going to be our forever home. (laughs) And then um, we we were not healthy as a couple. Yeah. You know, we've talked about some of that in our previous episodes that we've had ups and downs of healthiness and unhealthiness. And that was definitely, before we moved to Washington, we were definitely in an unhealthy state and we were basically living as roommates under the same roof. Yeah. And we decided we needed to shake things up and we had gone on vacation to Washington and had really liked it. To Washington? Oh yeah. Yeah. To To Spokane. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, Idaho actually, I guess. Right. And then we were in Washington part of that. Yeah, we, we stayed were right in Spokane Valley. Border kind right. of thing. Um, but we we 
decided we would move there because we really liked it. But yeah. for some reason, Spokane didn't work out. Well, because I, I was working for a telecommunications company at the time, and we had been to New England several times and really wanted to try to move to New Hampshire or Massachusetts area. Yeah. But there were just no jobs with the company I was with, and we wanted it to be an easy transfer. Yeah. And so I found some jobs in the Coeur d'Alene, uh, Spokane area yeah. with a telecommunications company, still not one that we had uh, that I was with at the time, but that led us to, uh, led me to some jobs in Bellingham, Bellingham, actually, which we had never visited. We had never been on the Western side of Washington. Yeah. So, but Bellingham really looked cool. It's right on the bay, uh, an hour South of Vancouver. And honestly, I was just, I had applied for a job before I even realized it and gone through got an interview. Yeah. Gone through a couple of interviews and then they flew me out there for an interview in Seattle and drove me up to Bellingham. Yeah. Um, and had an interview there. And then, uh, I don't know, two or three weeks later, I still hadn't had the job. Some changes were taking place. They they said the job was likely coming, but they just couldn't make any guarantees or make the official offer yet. And so we just decided to go ahead and move anyway, because we were in a bad place. We didn't know it at the time, but we look back and we really see that as kind of a last ditch effort to save our marriage. Right. Uh, we recognized that after the fact. We just didn't recognize it at that time. We just knew we needed to get out of the situation we were currently in. Um, and so we moved without a job. Yeah, neither one of us <laughs> had a job. We barely had a place to live. I flew up there for a week before we moved to uh, try out a couple of churches and also to find a place to live. And uh, the, the there was likely just two locations that I could be if, if the job with uh, Verizon is who that was with um, wireless came through. So we found a house kind of right between those two locations Yeah, in Cedro Woolley, Cedro Woolley, Washington. So. Um, my mom always says that that belongs in a Winnie the Pooh book. Right, <laughs> It's a location in Winnie the Pooh. But yeah. So it's about 45 minutes North of Seattle, but that was a good place. We, we really liked it. It was, it was a really nice place. Yeah. And we moved and you got the job. Yeah, just two a, weeks later, probably. Just a couple week weeks, and later, weeks later, and we were fine. But um, yeah. it did save our marriage. We got involved in a really great church, a really great small group. Yeah. And yeah. Um, got healthy as a couple. Yeah. And for those of you who, who were part of that church, King Mountain Church, uh, it no longer exists. But man, it made such an impression. We made a lot of friends there. And, and you know, it, it's, it's funny. When I visited uh, to find a place to live, I visited King Mountain Church and another church, which was a little larger, just like the one we had been going to in Oklahoma. And we were actually on our way, uh, actually on the move. I was driving the U-Haul when I received a call from somebody at King Mountain, uh, just as a follow-up to the visitor's card. And I told them that we were moving up and they didn't realize kind of what was going on until I told them all it was happening. And they asked if they could do anything. And I said something about maybe needing a little help. When Unloading the moving truck. Yeah. And actually they arranged three guys, three I think, right? Three guys came down. It was <laughs> it took them longer to drive to our location than it did to help unload the truck. Yeah. And yeah. then they had to drive back. Yeah, they drove we had most of the truck unloaded, but some heavy stuff and so they, it, they we needed them. There was we did. There was no joke because we had some heavy items that I couldn't have done with just yeah, you. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. That was your first experience with the church. Uh -huh. uh, three guys coming down to to help me unload the, the heavy stuff out of the truck. It took us about 20 minutes to unload. We gave them uh, some little treats that you had fixed. I think I fixed some sandwiches or something, barbecue sandwiches or yeah. something. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so that was a great experience. 
But anyways, yeah. this is going to be a really long episode if we don't move along. Oh, you're right. So we probably <laughs> should go ahead and move along. And the next one is that we met at a coffee shop. We talk about coffee so much and coffee shops so much. This just has to be true. Right? But the, the truth is, neither one of us liked coffee when we got married. That is true. Can you believe that, folks? Neither one of us were coffee drinkers. So that is not what brought us together. So no. there is your lie. So yeah. that... The last thing is we never dated each other prior to getting married. No, we and never that did. Is so true. It is so true. Yes. We actually met at work. I hired her. I was a supervisor at a local print shop, Alpha Graphics, up in Oklahoma City. And I actually hired her as a customer service agent. And he was kind of um, not sure I would work out. He was I... not real confident that he had hired the right person. Well, we were never confident, actually, in the sense that we always put everybody on a five-day on a five-day trial to let them see it and be able to leave without hard feelings, and for us to be able to see their work and work ethic and how they learn, and us to be able to say, no hard feelings, but this isn't going to work out. Right. Thanks. See you. Bye. Yeah. Um, but it did work out. On it did. your fourth day, I think we invited you to a conference in Dallas, and we won't go there because that was kind of a crazy weekend. That is a whole nother story. <laughs> it has nothing to do with our life episode. Right, right. So <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's that's how we officially met, and uh, several and, things transpired. And we worked together for about a year and a half, off and on. You moved to Arkansas during that time, and then came back to the Alpha Graphics in, in Oklahoma. Oklahoma again. Yeah. And then um, they transferred. Our owners bought a place in Wichita Falls yeah. and transferred you down there to run it. And you asked me, um, because I had turned out to be quite a good employee. Yeah, you were a really good employee. And you were trying to transition and make some changes in your life. Yeah. You asked me if I would be willing to move to Wichita Falls to help you um, with that location. And one thing led to another. I moved... <laughs> In with you. Yeah. Well, so I feel like we need to step back for just a moment <laughs> before we get to that, uh, get to that part of the story. So, um, yeah. So I was managing the location. I was outside sales. I was delivery. Um, I was production manager inside all of this stuff. And Rebecca was really doing a great job uh, as a key operator and production and customer service in Oklahoma City. And so I knew she was looking to make a few changes. So I just in invited her down basically as an open invitation say, Hey, would you be interested in this? And it definitely was something that she was interested in. And so her and her mom came down, it's about two and a half hours from Oklahoma city. Her and her mom came down on a Saturday for a visit just to check it out and to check Wichita Falls out a little bit. And uh, so we visited, they got to see the location, got to see the town. I took them out to launch and we talked and, and you were very interested, but you told me that next week, I think, that you just really couldn't afford it. You were trying to get out of debt and to correct some issues from earlier in your life. And um, and I said, you know what? I'm working 12, 14 hours a day. I have a second bedroom that I'm never home to use, and I have nothing set up in. I don't even think I had a piece of furniture in there. You if had I remember a bed. It, so. Oh, I did. I had a guest yeah, bed. Yeah, I didn't bring my own bed. Yeah, yeah. So I actually had it. It was mostly furnished for you. Yeah, um, it was It was uh, set up as a guest so, room. And so I moved in. Yeah, so it was a, a little odd because she was just starting to get back into church. You heard a little bit of our faith journey last episode. and I found a church right away when yeah. we moved down. My um, youth pastor at the church I grew up at had sent me with a list of possible church yeah. churches to visit in Wichita Falls. And I went to one. 
that I loved, and they were in Revival. I think we talked about that at a previous um, yeah. episode. But so I was I was working full time at the print shop, and then I think it was four nights a week I was going to church. Right, and yeah. so we and, we really didn't see each other that much. Right, except. And, that when I would come home from church, you would be up and we would talk until the we wee would. hours. Well, of the and morning. I had a lot of questions because during that time in my life, for the last two or three years prior to that, I had really been searching for what I believed and if I believed. And uh, if you haven't tuned into our faith episode, you can get a little bit more of our experiences by going back and listening to that episode three. Yeah. And um, so, so you were coming home from these revivals and or from this revival, and I just had questions, and so we would sit and talk for an hour or two. Yeah. Or more, and which didn't bother me because I didn't have to open the store. You did. <laughs> I did. So I got not a lot of sleep. Yeah. Um, um, but it all it all worked out. I was there, I think, three weeks or so. I don't even remember for sure. Three or four or five. And we started talking about possibly wanting to date. Yeah. We were we were interested in it. I had recommitted my life to Christ at that point. Yeah. You were going to church with me by then. Yeah. Um, and we had talked about wanting to date, but we didn't want to date while I lived at the house. Like right. we didn't want to be boyfriend and girlfriend and live together. That was not exactly where we were at. And so I was going to move out. But again, I could not afford it. I could not <laughs> afford a place on my own. And so, so remember, folks, this is all within about six or seven weeks, probably, of her moving in originally. Yes, and accepting the job. Um, and so. Uh, you said you would pay for me a place to live so that we could date. Yeah, which looking back, I think is so crazy because I barely had enough money for there me to live no on. There was no way so. you were going to be able to do that. <laughs> um, but we had done, we had this contact through our job um, with Fleetwood Yeah, Fleetwood homes. Trailers. Yeah, Fleetwood Homes. Yeah. And they were going to give us a trailer home at cost. Yeah, which was a huge, discount. huge discount. Um, and so... Robert was like, well, let's go look at a trailer and I'll buy, we'll buy a trailer. You, I'll buy a trailer for you to live in. Yeah. You can live in that. I'll continue living in the apartment while we date. And then when we get married, we'll already have our house. Yeah. And I was like, well, if we're and off- again, again, folks, we haven't even been on a date yet. And we're talking about buying a house that we can move into when we get married. Right. And I was like, well, if we're going to get married anyways, let's just do it now. <laughs> And lo and behold, we did. Yeah. So one Friday night, we were having this discussion where she kind of suggests that, um, kind of in jest, but also seriously, because yeah. we were being serious ab- about all of this, um, not realizing how ridiculous it probably sounded to anybody from the outside, right. not that we were telling anybody at that point. Um, so I don't know, about one or two o'clock Saturday morning, Friday night for us, Yeah. Um, I went in and... Uh, actually, no, we decided to get married. We decided to ma- we got, we set a date. We knew what we were going to do. All the plans were made. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, wow, you got out of that easy. You didn't even propose. <laughs> and so then he says, hold on. And he runs off into the kitchen and I hear him rummaging through stuff and blah, blah, blah. This, and there's crackling and all this stuff. And he comes back and he proposes to me with a ring he made out of aluminum foil. <laughs> I was a romantic. He Actually, was. I still am a romantic. I still have the ring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so anyway, it was a uh, look back at that. That's, that's a fun time. And the, the next 
Morning. So we decided. Yeah, we so went we decided to bed. To the get next... up the next morning and go buy you a proper ring. He went and bought me a proper ring, and I helped him pick it we out. We went to the mall and bought a ring. And... and then we went to Oklahoma to tell our parents oh, that we man. were getting married the following weekend. Right. We decided to get married one week later. One week later. We, that was the date we had set, because my brother was getting married that year and stuff, and I don't want things to get too close. And yeah. um, we didn't want to have to buy a place. And we didn't want to have to live separately. That we was crazy. If we were going to get married anyway, we might as well get married now, so we just right. took so care of it. One week later, we were getting married. So we had to come and tell our parents. By the way, we should take a break and say, we do not recommend you do this. No, this is not the way you do it. (laughs) No, no. But we did it. And so we went up to Oklahoma. We met with, your dad was working. We met with your mom. Um, It was funny. She was vacuuming the floor. And so we snuck in on her because I had a key to the house. So we went in. We surprised her because she couldn't hear us. And um, she stopped and we told her we were getting married. We had decided to get married, and we were going to do it the following weekend. And she was like, oh, okay. She's like, well, the way you were smiling when you come in here, I kind of just figured you already had done it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that, but I can believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And so she was like, well, your dad's working, and he may not be home till, like, he's he was a plumber and heat and air guy, and so he didn't get home till 10, 11, 12 o'clock some nights. Right. She right. says, I have no idea when he's um, going to get home, but you should come back and tell him. Because yeah. this was in the middle of the day sometime. Yeah, we this like, was probably one or two o'clock. We were like, okay, well, we need to go talk to Robert's parents. So then we went and told them. <laughs> yeah. They didn't take it quite as well. They didn't take it. They were like, well, what's the rush? Right. <laughs> um, are you pregnant? I don't I don't think they said that, but they probably thought that. Yeah. Um, and there, there was no hanky-panky going on. We no, had not done anything. That's why we were trying to live separately. We were trying right? to do it the right way. Yeah. And, but they were still, uh, which they knew you because my older brother worked at Alpha Graphics print shops in Oklahoma City longer than I had. And so they had visited Alpha Graphics a lot uh, when they came to the city. When I worked there and, and stuff. Yeah. And so in Oklahoma City. So they knew you. Yeah. We they had knew talked you were living. They had come down to visit in the apartment and they had been there one weekend and, and dad went to church with you, I think. Yeah. Think, yeah. Uh, even before all of this started with us. And so, yeah. So, so they knew of you, but they still thought it was a little uh, sudden. <sighs> sudden. And, not proper, probably. Maybe not the best way to go about it. But they didn't say a whole lot. They weren't. They too just bad. made their they made their feelings known and then yeah. let it be. And then we went back to my parents' house and waited. I I don't remember, but I know it was late that night when Dad I, finally got I home. I just think it was like seven or I think it was like six or seven o'clock. I don't think it was too late because we ended up going back to Wichita Falls that night. I think we we waited for my dad to come home and told him, and he. And I was pretty stinking nervous. Didn't say much though. I didn't know your dad. I'd met your mom several times, but yeah, yeah, you didn't. I don't know that you'd ever met him. I think he had been. I think he had done some work at Alpha Graphics, probably or something. Mm. And so it seemed like I knew him, but I didn't. He was always so quiet. He was. Yeah, but um, which made him a little scary. I don't think. I mean, I was twenty six years old. I was not a young man, but at the same point, uh, yeah. Anyway, you're. (laughs) <laughs> your fiance's dad is always a little scary, I think. Right. So, but I don't think he said much. Ah, uh, he's like, uh, okay. okay. I, it seems like he may have said something awful quick, isn't it? Well, or something like that. But it was. I don't know. He's a man of few words. He he was a man of few. He words. was a man of few words. Not so much <laughs> he, anymore. He so. talks more now. I don't know what happened. Yeah. yeah. So but. anyway, so that. Um, yeah, so her mom ended up arranging the marriage at her grandma's house in Oklahoma City. We both decided to just invite two friends and immediate family yep. because it was such a quick uh, ceremony. And we were going to be outside in 
at the end of June in Oklahoma, which is not a good time to get married in Oklahoma outside. At on June twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. PM in the evening. Was it that late? Oh yeah, it was because we were trying to get the sun to go down. It right. Was, yeah. I mean, not like the sun was still up. It's still just the heat. We wanted the heat to be yeah. down as much as possible, and so, and so we it did was that. Eight PM. We, we got engaged on a Friday night. Told our parents on Saturday. Got married the very next Friday. Yes. And then our our boss, uh, the owners of the franchise, had a lake house uh, up near Tulsa, northeastern Oklahoma. So Grand Lake. We went up there for our. Um, and- uh, honeymoon. Our honeymoon for a couple of days. Yeah. And then we had to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> so very quick, very quick turnaround. Um, Anyways, so now you know the three truths and a lie. Yes. And you can uh, ask us any questions you want to. But again, we do not recommend it happen that quickly. But we we do always say that that was, we definitely feel it was God ordained. We definitely yeah. feel like God is the one that put that marriage together. We do. Um, we also feel like there were many trials and struggles we went through because we didn't really know each other. We had no idea who I mean, each other was. Not not in a let's live together for the rest of our lives kind of <laughs> yeah. way. And so the first six months was just not a – we had some good times, don't get yeah. me wrong. But man, it was a it was crazy, rough. challenging, rough time the I, first six months to a year. I think all marriages are – pretty hard in the beginning in the sense that um, you're taking two lives and trying to make them one and comp- there's lots of compromise. Yeah. But we didn't, we didn't know each other that well. <laughs> and so it, it, it was definitely a struggle. Yeah. And um, honestly, we'd have good, we've said this, we've had good years and we've had bad years and stuff. Um, but 23 years later, we are super happily married, yeah. and we have learned who each other is and who ourselves are in yeah. the process, and it's yeah. been a great journey. Well, and we've been committed to change. Honestly, we've both been committed, for the most part, to change, and we knew that most of the time, <laughs> we knew that started with ourselves. Right. Um, well, and we've been supportive of each other. I haven't always liked what you did. <laughs> I was a dreamer. But- I am a dreamer. We would work together through yeah, it. It yeah. wasn't like, no, that's a stupid idea and you can't do that. Let's move on. Right. It was like, why is why is that so important to you? Um, you know, can we do something that's similar but not quite that? Yeah, I do feel like though the first five or ten years probably was more of you just giving in and not causing any issues in well, some of those cases. But I don't like conflict. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. But that's getting on a whole nother subject. We won't go to right, that we won't subject go there. yet. So anyway, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Coffee Time Conversations all about our life and our life journey and all that that entails. So uh, next week... We're going to talk about coffee. And so our episode that releases on Wednesday will be all about coffee. And I'm sure it will be a little bit about dessert. Yummy goodness. Who doesn't love talking about food and dessert and coffee? So we hope you'll tune in for that and uh, be a part of it. Yeah. And keep an eye out on social media. We're going to be doing a giveaway. Yes. And actually that will start um, probably tomorrow, if not today. Yeah. So um, we'll be giving away at least one bag of coffee to some lucky listener that interacts with us. And we're not quite sure how we're going to do that. That's why we're telling you to stay tuned in to social Social media. media. We hope you'll join us.
We'll be giving away at least one bag of our favorite coffee, and we want to give it to you, but you have to participate for that to happen. So thanks so much for joining us. We will talk to you next week. All right. Bye. Have a great day. Bye.